Hello, my name is Aaron Espindola. And my name is Linda OJ. And welcome to another episode of the Next Gen Business Podcast. Let's go. The Next Gen Business Podcast is produced by the Small Business Community Network. Visit them online at www.sbcncanada.org. Aaron, have you had a good day? Yep, it was pretty. The weather was really nice, so amazing day. And yourself? It's a reading week, isn't it? At college, have you been reading? <laughs> <laughs> it's reading week, but we still got assignments to submit, so I've been doing some of that lately. Okay, so I'm really, really excited. We've got an awesome guest tonight. So I'm going to introduce the um, lovely. Guest all the way from Minneapolis, I think that's how you say it, Kristin Dean, Senior Vice President of People at Arctic Wolf. Hi, Kristin. Hi, thanks for having me. Well, thank you so much for coming along. Um, we wanted somebody in your line of work because um, our listeners are primarily at college university or in the middle of wondering what they are going to do. And uh, one day they might, might need um, a job where they have to you know, see someone like you or you might recommend someone. So we want to kind of ask you some questions and find out what kind of information they need. And um, I'd like to introduce you to Aaron, my co-host. Hi, Aaron. Thank you for being on the show today. No problem. I'm going to let you go first with your questions, Aaron, because you've, you've been dying for this interview, haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I have this one question that me and my friends were kind of talking about the other day. And, um, like we were kind of split 50, 50 deciding on whether it was like really important or not. So, um, with the trend of a lot of people getting tattoos, uh, when they're getting it like more of a professional job, I know that in like maybe retail or, uh, just like part-time jobs, it's not a big deal, but, um, when you're looking for your career and stuff like that, is it really, um, that important that you make sure that you don't have tattoos that show up on your neck or like invisible areas? Or is that kind of like back in the day or yeah, how is, yeah. How is that <laughs> it's a good question. Actually, someone just asked me that very same question yesterday. So it's timely. Um, I would say it's really dependent on your industry and the job you're doing. I've worked in um, industries like in hospitality. I was working in more the front of the office and it, I wasn't good to have a tattoo really visible, like on your neck or, or somewhere like, um, that's obviously visible, but I think even those days are a little bit past. I'm kind of dating myself when, when that was um, my profession a while ago. Now, in, I work in technology now, and really there is no um, you know dress code, if you will, which includes tattoos where it isn't a good idea. I would say you want to be professional. So if you want to hide it, you want to be able to hide it, kind of depending on what your audience is. But it's never something that I turn someone away at an interview or don't move them on to the second interview because of a tattoo. Um, I'm probably a little biased. My brother is a tattoo artist, <laughs> um, but I am terrified of getting one because I, I just can't decide on what to get. So I don't have one myself, but um, I, I think they're great. I don't think there's anything wrong with having a tattoo. I would just be mindful of 
what it is, if it's going to be visible all the time and really the industry um, that you're picking probably um, won't, won't have too much of a problem with it either if you're mindful of where it is. That was a good question, Erin. My question's a bit simpler, I think. Um, what is a vice president of people? <laughs> What is vice president of people? Oh, I, you know, I get that question too. You know, it's, it's um, probably the HR way of probably being trendy or progressive. You know, it used to be called personnel and then it was um, human resources. And now we've migrated on to people. And it really just is a more fun way to talk about the talent portion of the business, the employee relations, and then total awards, which is benefits, compensation, and then any HR systems. So it's just kind of a fancier, new progressive word to say human resources, but it really does mean the same thing. Sometimes I think HR gets a bad rap, and so we try and change what we're called so nobody <laughs> remembers that we're HR, maybe. Um, we, we don't like to be called the principal or the police, and sometimes I think that's what the, the reputation can be. And I am definitely not of that mindset. I really... I really like to say that my job is to make sure that this is the best job you've ever had and you love coming to work. And so having a bad rap of a principal or police doesn't really go with that. So people is a little bit more fun and exciting, in my opinion. I think uh, The Office with uh, Toby didn't really do a really good job with uh, No. Oh, making, my gosh. Making, the amount uh, of memes I get <laughs> all the time with Toby on it. He did yes. not help me at all. Um, I, have, I have another question. Um, because you're in the technology industry... Um, I have a friend that he went through technology. I think he went to Laurier and he said that it was really hard for him. Like he said that he wished he, he didn't like, uh, fit Like he didn't go to school for the, I think he was like a software engineer or something like that. He's like, because I already knew how to do that. And I was learning that by myself. And he said that because, uh, the tech tech industry is more uh, focused on like your your work experience rather than your schooling. Is that is that true, or is that kind of like just his situation, or what you know, would you? I, you know, probably every company is different. What we say at Arctic Wolf is we um, it's years of experience or education or um, skill set. So we I've hired a few of these in my path, like just prodigies out of high school that just grew up um, like breaking down computers and then fixing them again by the time they were 10, right? And those mm -hmm. people are really valuable um, and they might not have gone to any school yet, right? And so I think you can't really um, judge someone too much on their experience or their schooling in a technical role. Some other roles you have to, but I think if they can showcase that they can complete the, the test, and we do a lot of code tests um, during the interview process or technical testing during the interview process. And I think if you can pass those, it really doesn't matter what your background is, as long mm -hmm. as you can do the work that you're, you're applying to do. Also, um, quick, um, kind of like a little segue to that. Does a school, like the type of school you go to, play a big role or is it more or less like as long as you have the degree or diploma or whatever qualification, as long as yeah. you have that? I think um, having the degree um, in general is good. I think when you um, go to a like a big name school or an Ivy League school, that's where the difference can come in. You know, putting Harvard on your resume is different than putting <laughs> University of Hawaii, where I went, <laughs> on your resume. I think it can stand out. But 
for the most part, you know, 90, 80 to 90% of the schools, I think, um, kind of hold the same weight. Um, they kind of check the box of completing the schooling. I think it's when you move on to, to more schooling, getting your MBA or your PhD or going to an Ivy League school that's known for a specialty. That's what can stand out. But, I, you know, a lot of my friends talk about, should I spend the extra money and go to the private school or should I go to the public school? And I really don't think that there's a big difference um, there when you put it on your resume if they're similar. Um, I think the only time that you that you see the difference is, like I said, those Ivy League or specialty schools. Oh, another good question. Um, we're very interested in how you got into this line of work, Kirsten, because sometimes, especially in my case, I didn't know I'd want to be a motivational speaker. I was a secretary when I left school. So is this something you've always wanted to do? Um, yeah, I've done human resources my whole professional career. So um, I, I grew up, um, oh, maybe I should. So my brother has Down syndrome and that's been a huge piece of my life. And so I grew up working in group homes and helping people with special needs. Um, and I'm the oldest of four. And so it just became very second nature for me to be a caretaker, um, specifically for people with special needs or anyone that needed help. Maybe start a job like in your case Aaron you may work in the corporate world but you've already got your own businesses haven't you your, your side businesses while you're at college yeah yeah I, I'm doing full-time school right now and then I'm also doing like side hustles where I'm trying to do a landscaping company right now oh great. and then um I do like my own clothing brand online oh so. wow cool yeah, we were impressed. Um, Aaron came to one of our networking events, the Small Business Community Network, and um, I think he must have enjoyed it because he asked afterwards, could I be a volunteer? And we said, we'd love to. We'd love to encourage more of the um, college students and university students to know how valuable networking is. It's not just about the sale. You're selling yourself, aren't you? And if you, you, you're going to get a job, you need some connections or you need mentors or you need people like that to, you know, help you along. So we've been doing this now since, is this our fifth podcast, Aaron? Uh, fifth or sixth, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> Last fact, we, we did a lot. <laughs> yeah, we have such fun. So what advice can you give our listeners, Kristen, if, um, you know, they're looking for a certain position, I always say, know where you want to work versus sending resumes to everybody in the world. Is that the right advice? Yeah, definitely. I I say something similar. I think you want to narrow in on the industry you want to be a part of and then the subset of companies that are in that industry that excite you and then find a job. It might not be your final destination, but find the job to get you in the door that you can work hard and prove yourself and move your way up because you want to find a company where you're going to be happy at. Um, and I think the first thing is there's so many different industries. I used to be in the hospitality industry and I loved it. Um, but then I switched over to technology and I found that that was really my true passion. And I didn't even know it existed until my husband started working in it. And so I think narrowing in on what excites you from an industry standpoint, then the company, then the position. And it's not all about money, is it? Because she could be earning a lot of money and very unhappy going to work every day. Yeah, it's very true. And we all have to put in our dues. We all got to start somewhere. So don't ever feel bad about starting somewhere and moving your way up. 
Oh, this is absolutely lovely. You're going to help so many people. Um, you've got a really great personality. If someone was really shy, I'm quite shy, actually. <laughs> if someone was really shy and came for an interview and didn't really say much, would you kind of know with your training that they're holding back a little bit, do you think, and that, you know, they're not trying to be rude. They're just a shy person. Oh, yeah. I think, gosh, interviewing is one of the hardest things we do. It's so nerve-wracking. You could be the best employee and you could interview terribly because it is so uncomfortable. You sit there and people just pepper you questions and you know you're there to be judged. It's the most uncomfortable situation I think I've ever been a part of. Um, and so I know that. I know how I feel when I interview. I'm the worst interviewer. I get so tongue-tied and I get shy. And so I think as an interviewer, I know that and it takes a couple times for some people to warm up. And so if some people are shy or maybe um, kind of short with their responses or have a hard time articulating, I usually just set up another time with them or have them meet with someone else because it doesn't mean that they can't do the job just because they're nervous about the interview. Um, you want to get them as comfortable as possible so you can really understand what their skill set is to make sure that they are the right fit. That's a good answer. So, Aaron, what what um, do you think uh, you're going to take away from this to to share with your college friends? Uh, definitely, don't worry about getting a tattoo unless it's no, that, like, <laughs> totally. <laughs> um, I know my brother actually; he just got one, um, and I was kind of like upset with him. Come like, why didn't you like tell me before you got a tattoo? Because he just went to go do it. Um, and the tattoo artist, the second tattoo. So his, the, he got one on his neck and the tattooed or, tattoo artist was like, I don't know, like, I don't want to do this. And my brother's like, no, it's okay. Like, I, it's fine. And then he's like, it's your second tattoo. And this is something that um, can, like, hinder your job uh, search and all that. So that's that's why, like, another reason I ask because I'm like, is it, uh, like, a really big deal when it comes to, like, standing out if you're going to a job interview and you have a tattoo showing? Is that something that's going to be, like, working against you or um, something yeah. like that? And my friends, we kind of were 50-50. They were like, oh, yeah, no, the, today's society, is, we are, we're more accepting with tattoos and all that. And I totally agree, but I feel feel like there's still there's some bias behind it. But Yeah, I think you're, I mean, I think you just have to know the audience that you're going to be in front of, right? Yeah. Think about the room that you're going to be in that you want to be in someday down the road. And how how would you show up? How do you want to show up? And if you're in an industry, maybe you work in the tattoo industry. There you go. Maybe you work in hospitality or a restaurant. No big deal. But if you work in corporate America, sometimes that can be hard. You might wish later in life you don't have it. But I don't think it's necessarily something that anyone says, no, you're not um, going to be approved for to move forward to the next round in the interview process. But I think it's something good to think about. It's all personal preference. It's a good one. And also, I'm not sure whether Aaron told you, he has a twin brother. And that is why I think, do you always do everything together then, Aaron? Um, yeah. And he went and got a tattoo without you. That's awful, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I know. He just didn't tell me. I'm, I just uh, found out the same way everyone else on social media found out. Oh. Instagram story. And I just had a message. I'm like, hey, what's, uh, what's on your neck now? And Oh, my goodness. I don't like tattoos, um, but my daughter, our youngest daughter, 
she got one right on the back of her neck, a tiny one, the infinity sign, because her dad passed away five years ago and he bought them all infinity necklaces. And she always said she was going to get one in memory of her dad. And you can't see it. She's got long hair and she works in the corporate world. That's okay. I mean, I wouldn't get one. But um, I personally don't like to see them all over people. I think they look a bit... There again, we have to think of it as a way we put makeup on, don't we, Erin? We put makeup on. <laughs> so why can't people wear tattoos? We have to be more understanding. So unless Erin uh, has um, any more questions, I think this has been a wonderful, wonderful chat and you've really given us some great insights into you know, what our audience should be doing, not doing and what looking for. And you, Kirsten, have had a lot of, um, Chris, Kristen, sorry, <laughs> um, has had a, a lot of different opportunities in the workplace and you've ended up somewhere where you really love the work, you're really into it and it's something you didn't know you could do. So that is a good example to our audience, isn't it really? Yeah, yeah, I think that's well said. Yeah, I, I love what I do and I never thought I would do this. Anything to leave us with, Aaron? Well, I was just going to say that's usually how it goes. I, I feel like a lot of people that I talk to, they always tell me that their favorite job or the current position that they have right now is something that they never imagined they would have liked to do. And that's so you just got to keep your mind open to all our listeners out there. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. I mean, I, I should have mentioned when I was at the high, I worked at the hotel. And when I my lifelong goal was to be a stay at home mom. And so I got married. We had our first baby. I quit my job and I was going to be a stay-at-home mom forever. And then all of a sudden, I just felt like I was missing something. And so I wanted to go back to work. I thought it was going to be a hobby. And then it turned into a passion. And now here I am. So I think you're right, Erin. I think you never know and you never, it, things can change all the time. I wasn't working 10 years ago and now I'm working all the time, which is great. <laughs> <laughs> and you seem very happy. So that, that is the best thing. You seem really happy. Yeah, yeah. Thank you for your time. Really appreciate it. I know you're busy at work and you're a busy mom. How many children do you have? I have two, two girls. They're eight and nine. Oh, that's lovely. I bet you're looking forward to when they get married and you pay for the wedding. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, don't slow down. I'm going to blink and it's going to happen. <laughs> and, and your husband's going to say, no man shall come near my baby girl. <laughs> yes, I can see that. <laughs> that that is tough isn't it that is tough but thank you for your time i really appreciate it yeah it was a pleasure talking with you both and all the way from america <laughs> <laughs> so i guess um it's goodbye from me all right have a good night yep. bye everyone bye thanks for listening check us out at www.nextgenbusinesspodcast.com